Hello, Voices of Wrestling listener. Dave Ryan here. Have you ever wondered to yourself, how many hidden gems are hidden away inside the last years of World Championship Wrestling? Have you ever asked yourself how many tenuous gags can be made about the name Mike Enos? And have you ever thought about what it sounds like for two Irishmen to interpret a very chaotic company through its B-show? The answers to all this and more are just a click away. Check out Days of Thunder every second Thursday on the Voices of Wrestling Podcast Network. This podcast is a member of the Voices of Wrestling Podcasting Network. Visit VoicesOfWrestling.com to hear the rest of our great podcasts as well as show reviews, columns, opinions, and updates across the world of wrestling. Now get the guns, the drugs, from my generation, I'll take the fall, the state, and across the nation, and it's a And welcome everyone to episode 34 of the Five Star Match Game. I'm your humble host and master of trivia, as uh, determined by the New Japan Pro Wrestling uh, broadcast team, Joe Gagne. And what a show we have today. We have some of my favorite guests and a very interesting time in WWE history. We are covering the Ruthless Aggression era, which was basically when they said, well, uh, the Attitude Era is over, so let's make some movies. There's some new guys and uh, have some unspeakable tragedies. So we're going to cover all that today. And it's, it's, just, it's like 2002 to 2008, roughly. It's, whatever. Like, it's just some WWE trivia. Like, let's calm down. So, <laughs> didn't, first. didn't the PG era begin in 2008 with a bloodless <laughs> hell in a cell? <laughs> I don't even know why it's called the Ruthless Aggression Era. Also, I'm tipping off who I am. Sorry. <laughs> That's quite all right. There was a, a long documentary about it for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> on, on the award-winning Peacock Network, which um, I didn't bother to watch because I wasn't that interested. But, uh there's a lot of of good stuff here. And up first, returning champion, you can hear him on the Elite Beat, the Pro Wrestling Paradise. And here, it's your friend of mine, Justin Shapiro. Justin, how you doing? Joe, I miss you so much. It's so great to be reunited with the trademark Boys of Summer. That's, that's right. From the SummerSlam episode we did a long time back. All these uh, episodes are evergreen. If you want to check them out in the archives, you can certainly do so. Is, uh, is the Elite Beat your, your main home now? Or are you just kind of a vagabond? Just bouncing... I'm- always available uh i thought i'd only work for you and alan for the rest of my life and then some new upstarts found use for me i would okay. say but them no one else unless they ask and then i'd be like sure <laughs> very good second he is also a returning champion one half of the ring of honor retrospective podcast through the years he's also oh, I'd be on that sure oh, <laughs> that's also true have you gone to edit would that be eligible for shows you've attended just or... one more okay is it coming was it coming up was it recent they would have to tell me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Look forward to that, maybe, or not. I can't say. Anyway, uh, through the podcast, and in the uh, the 40 Years Old Club, Matt Forestine. Matt, how you doing? Well, of course you had to add that in. That's right. Um, <laughs> well, you talked about it on your own. That's not a yeah, secret. It's, it's, it's fine. Um, Justin, uh, y- you're, you're years away from coming back because the show is in 2009, and we're still up to 2006. And there's a lot of shows in 2006, <laughs> 2007, and 2008. But I will say that it's always been my plan for the show that Justin attended in 2009 
to be the uh, final show that we oh review God. on this podcast. I'm not joking. <laughs> so I guess you'll be part of the finale. So that's fun for you. Jo- Joe, it's not fair when you have us go against Justin on these old WWE trivia shows because this guy remembers the most minute details. Like recently I asked him uh, what if what the first triple threat match on a WWF pay-per-view was. And I thought it was the the cage match between The Rock Mankind and Ken Shamrock, but he was like, no, the three members of the Nation of Domination had one in 1997. And I'm just like, what kind of maniacs going to remember that match between Crush, Savio Vega, and Farouk? But Justin remembered it, like, in a second, and I, I don't understand it, and this is just not fair. I know it's a different era, but it's just not fair. Okay, great. You should always save our complaining for the end of the episode, <laughs> Matt, getting it out of the way early. And usually and, uh, it's from this next guy. <laughs> Last and never least, the other half of through the years, uh, he, is he writing a book? Maybe an author writing a book? I don't know. It's Trevor Dame. Trevor, how you doing? Um, I don't know. I don't know about anything. Uh, all I know is the show is a great preparation for the few years from now when I'm going to need to start getting prostate exams because this is very uncomfortable, humiliating. I've already I gotten like- some. Really? I thought you didn't need them until 45. Yeah, I, I, Matt, you're five years early, buddy. There's you know, <laughs> so like, I can't certain wait. symptoms <laughs> might call for certain things to be done out of time, you know? Okay. <laughs> My prostate's fine, everybody, just so That's you know. Good. I got to confirm. It's not, it's not a boggy prostate, which is a term. I don't know why I know that, but it is a horrifying term. My, prost- <laughs> My prostate is diagnosed A-OK. Sounds good. Before we start recording, Joe was like, there's a minimal amount of chatter. I guess you want to get down to business. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna, this show is going to skew as old as Raw, like uh, five <laughs> years ago. Are we in the new era of uh, your prostate, Matt, or are you more of the reality era? I was looking up on Wikipedia. I just wanted to shoot that in because I was looking up Wikipedia <laughs> to prepare for this. And I was like, okay, Attitude Era, Ruthless Aggression Era, PG Era. And then reality era 2014 to 2016 first off can you call something an era if it's three years and second of all just read the wikipedia where was this um i'm trying to find the title of this um on the march 24th 2014 episode of raw daniel bryan's rival at the time triple h dubbed this point wwe as the reality era and that's the entire context of this i just i don't joe Maybe he meant the realty era when WWE was also getting involved in the real estate business. <laughs> when, was, when was Sting in uh, – no, we got rid of those. Uh, when was Sting in the uh, – because he was real estate Steve, so that could have been the real. Whoa. Era. Yeah, 2015. Boom. You guys solved it. He was there you go. Era. Sting, go. the king of the reality era. No, realty. Realty era. Realty. realty. All right. Julie <laughs> Moving on, we have one thing I do want to add before we start. Um, so I hope you asked a question about the real best part of the ruthless aggression era, which was the original online diva search from 2003, where <laughs> Justin endorsed one of the candidates on Sunday Night Heat, and that candidate ended up like sliding to the Delphi forum, out, and 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 started like to try to drum up votes, and yep. like that was because that was the highlight of that era for me. For me. And I just want to say that I might, this might be the worst performance you've had from anybody ever on the show. And that's taking, counting my prior performances, because this is the first time we've done something. I I think that isn't like nineties, very early two thousands WWE. And 
I we do Matt and I do a podcast about early Ring of Honor precisely because this is the point of time where like I stopped watching WWE. I have reread the Wikipedia for this era multiple times this week, and each time it's like it's brand new to me because I forget it every time. Trevor makes a caveat about how he's going to do terribly literally on every single episode that we do. Just FYI. It's going to be bad this time. All right. Well, I'm excited. I don't know about you. So let's head to round number one, your show of shows. For this game, I'll give you a match or angle. You tell me the show it took place on. So if it's one of the television shows, we just need the name, like Sunday Night Heat. If it's a pay-per-view, we'll need the pay-per-view name, but not the number or year. So if I asked... Randy Orton beats Chris Benoit for the World Heavyweight Championship. You just have to respond, SummerSlam. Correct answers are worth one point apiece. Everyone gets five questions. Justin, you're up first. Are you ready? I think so. Edge cashes in the first Money in the Bank briefcase. I don't need to name the year? Nope, just the, uh, just the okay. show. I think it's, it's um, New Year's Revolution. New Year's Revolution is correct. All right, Matt, you get... Rob Van Dam cashes in his Money in the Bank briefcase and the, the show where the match took place on, not where he like announced it. All right. One Night Stand. One Night Stand is correct. All right, Trevor. You get Edge cashes in his second Money in the Bank briefcase. The Royal Rumble. No, that was on a SmackDown. I was there. <laughs> oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Exciting. This is why Justin's a ringer. He's always, always <laughs> he's, at, he's at every one of these shows. <laughs> All right, Justin, you get the Brock Angle Iron Man match. SmackDown. SmackDown is correct. All right, Matt, you get the Triple H Chris Benoit Iron Man match. <laughs> Vengeance. There. Justin was there. <laughs> no, that was on. Wait, what's that, Vengeance? I thought it was oh, Raw. No. Oh, no, yeah. you're right. It was Raw. And Justin oh. was there. My God. Justin, you were there, right? Mm hmm. Yeah. Wow. Okay. All right, Trevor, you get Eddie Guerrero wins the WWF title. Uh, no Way Out. No Way Out is correct. Fine. All right, Justin, you get Shawn Michaels' comeback match. SummerSlam. So the SummerSlam is correct. All right, Matt, you get Goldberg's debut match with the WWF or E. Backlash. Backlash. I was there. Is correct. All right, Trevor, you get the SmackDown Tag Team Champions are crowned. The new set of belts won by Chris Benoit and Kurt Angle. Uh, is that No Mercy? No Mercy is correct. All right, Justin, you get the first Money in the Bank ladder match. WrestleMania. WrestleMania is correct. All right, Matt, you get the first Elimination Chamber. Survivor Series. Survivor Series is correct. All right, Trevor, you get the Triple H Kane title versus mask match. Gonna go with Unforgiven. Oh, that was on Raw. <sighs> All right, Justin, your final question. John Cena's first main roster title win. Should have been WrestleMania. That is correct. He beat the big show for the U.S. title. All right, Matt, your final question. Randy Orton's first main roster title win. I am going to say Armageddon. Armageddon is correct. My man. The IC title. All right, Trevor, your final question. The Triple H Scott Steiner worst match of the year in the Observer. Oh, God, there's multiple options here. Uh, I think it's got to be the Royal Rumble one, right? The Rumble one is correct. That yeah. was not there, though. It was in Boston. All right, the end of round one. Justin Perfect with five. Matt right behind with four. Trevor with three. As we head to round two, what's the stipulation? 
So for this round, I will give you a match, the show it took place on, and the year. You tell me the stipulation. So if I said Triple H versus Shawn Michaels, SummerSlam 2002, you'd hopefully respond unsanctioned street fight. Because I'm so nice, all of these matches have a stipulation. So none of that, no stipulation stuff. Because there were so many to choose from, so I could not help it. Everyone gets five questions. Correct answers are worth one point apiece. Matt, you're up first. Are you ready? Uh, yes. All right, you get JBL Eddie Guerrero from the 2004 Great American Bash. Texas Bull Rope. Texas Bull Rope is correct. All right, Trevor, you got JBL John Cena from Judgment Day 2005. Uh, Braun Panties match. <laughs> Do you want to try again? Okay, uh, last man standing. Oh, close. I quit. Ah, I quit match. All right, Justin, you get JBL Big Show from No Way Out 2005. I was there. (laughs) 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 Told you. A barbed wire cage match? Barbed wire cage match is correct. All right, Matt, you get Undertaker Mark Henry from WrestleMania 2006. Now that was a darned casket match. (laughs) Casket match is correct. All right, Trevor, you get Ric Flair Mick Foley from SummerSlam 2006. Would that just be a, uh, a street fight? Oh, that was also an I quit match. All right, Justin, you get Kane MVP from Armageddon 2006. I think this was an Inferno match. You are correct. All right, Matt, back to you. Edge John Cena, Unforgiven 2006. Ladder match? Oh, it was TLC. Ah, uh, close. All right, Trevor, you get Batista Great Khali from No Murphy 2007. The Great Khali was involved. Uh, the Punjab. Oh, thanks for making that. A uh, Punjabi prison match? Yeah, correct. Correct. All right, Justin, you get Jeff Hardy Undertaker from a 2002 Raw. I'm like shook that a ladder match would not count as a TLC <laughs> match. Um, I think this is a pure ladder match. That is correct, yes. All right, Matt, back to you. You have John Cena and Sabu from Vengeance 2006. ECW rules match? I don't know. That was a lumberjack match. Uh, Huh. Very extreme. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Trevor, you get Mr. Kennedy Undertaker from Survivor Series 2006. Casket match. Oh, that was first blood. All right, Justin. Sounds sounds exciting. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure it was. Justin, you have Chris Jericho Christian from Unforgiven 2004. Yeah, because I mean, like, what's stopping you from using a table or a chair in a ladder match? I think this was just another ladder match. Yeah, <laughs> also correct. All right, Matt, your final question. You have Brock Lesnar Big Show from Judgment Day 2003. Now that I actually know. It was a stretcher match. Oh, that's correct. All right, Trevor, your final question. Vince and Stephanie McMahon from No Mercy 2003. Oh. Punjabi prison? No, um, street fight. <laughs> oh, that was an I quit match. Why are they all I quit matches? <laughs> it just happened to be that way. Just like Justin gets all the shows he's at. <laughs> How did you not list any Braun Panties matches to that entire thing? Because I went over that and there were a lot of Braun Panties matches. That's just sad. <laughs> it's pretty obvious, too, if I have two women in a stipulation. You went over your video well, collection. They, have, they, you they mean. have Braun Panties, they have Evening Gown, they have Playboy <laughs> Pillow Fights. Never mind. <laughs> All right, Justin, your final your final match is Undertaker Brock Lesnar from No Mercy 2003. Um, this is a biker chain match. How did you know that? I can't <laughs> Just even know. picture Taz saying biker chain. <laughs> Justin, I bet, didn't even need to study. He just literally has all these shows memorized. Uh, 
I perused not much, but... <laughs> All right, so at the end of two rounds, Justin's still perfect with 10, Matt right behind with 7, Trevor with 4. As we head to round 3, list them and learn. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. <laughs> For this game, I will give you a category. Say everyone who headlined Raw during the Ruthless Aggression era. We'll say there were 50 wrestlers. <laughs> player 1 will give a number of how many they can name off the top of their head, say 20. Then switches to player 2, who can either say they can name more or challenge player 1. If you say you can name more, you don't have to increase by one. You can name as many as you want. It goes back and forth until someone is challenged. Once challenged, you have to name the appropriate number of names. Do so, you get two points. Make any mistake, your opponent gets two points. So everyone gets two chances, one to go first, and also challenge. All right, so, Trevor, since you are in third place, I'll let you pick. We have one question has 29 items on it. One has 20 and the last one has uh, 16. I'll go with um, the last time I was ever happy, Joe, 16. 16, all right. <laughs> 2016 or age 16? Just age kidding. 16. We all know. <laughs> <laughs> all right, this will be for you and Matt, we'll say. So, Brock Lesnar had a memorable main event run from 2002 to 2004. He faced 16 men on pay-per-view. How many can you name? Now, this does include the Survivor Series, but not the Royal Rumble, so you don't have to. So you have to name the other team members he faced, the one Survivor Series he was on a team, but not anyone like in the Rumble, and then anyone from you know the other shows, Mania, King of the Ring, etc. So, Trevor, how many can you name? So this is 2003? 2002 through 2004. Oh. Those two, his first main roster run, basically. Okay, um... I got to go with the classic Trevor Dame, long game gamble. I'm, I can say one. One. All right, Matt, can you name more? Uh, seven. <laughs> seven. I'll do eight. Eight. All right. Nine. You got nine. I'll do ten. Ten. E eleven. Get in the danger zone. Name that. All right, Matt, we need 11 names Brock Lesnar faced on pay-per-view from his initial run. <laughs> all right. Jeff Hardy. Jeff Hardy gives you a one. I think Matt Hardy, but I'm not going to say it yet. I'm going to go with right. te I'm going to go with Test. Test at the King of the Ring and gives you two. Rob Van Dam. Rob Van Dam gives you three. Also King of the Ring. The Rock. Famous Rock at SummerSlam gives you four. The Undertaker. Undertaker, of course, multiple times gives you five. The Big Show. Big Show gives you six. You're more than halfway there. Kurt Angle. Kurt Angle. Of course, WrestleMania gives you seven. Charlie Haas. Charlie Haas gives you eight. Three Shelton, more. Shelton Benjamin. That gives you nine. John Cena. John Cena gives you ten. We need one more. Hardcore Holly. Hardcore Holly gives you 11. Ooh. The Royal Rumble name's not mentioned. Chris Benoit and Bradshaw were on the Survivor Series uh, 03, opposite him. Eddie Guerrero, of course, at No Way Out. Goldberg at WrestleMania. And you were correct about Matt Hardy at Judgment Day 02. So good job, Getting that list without doing Eddie or Goldberg is like such a, a flaunt from Matt, quite frankly. <laughs> I'm just try I was just going chronologically in my memory. So Even was... more of a flaunt. <laughs> All right, this next question is from Matt and Justin. Matt, I'll let you pick. Do you want the item with uh, 29 or the other one with, uh, like, 20? 
Uh, uh, 29. 20. More the merrier. More the merrier. Okay. So, the WWE introduced the Elimination Chamber in 2002 and held seven of them in the Ruthless Aggression era. 29 men can say they competed in the Elimination Chamber in that time. How many can you name? Ten. <laughs> Ten, Justin. Out of 29? Yep. I'm going to do, like, like 15. 15. Uh, 16. 17? 17. The year Trevor's happiness ended? <laughs> Yes. 18? 18. 20. Whoa, 20. All right, name it, Justin. Oh, we need 20 names who competed in an elimination chamber from 2002 to 2008. I need to do what Matt did and just let's start at the beginning. You will bear witness to the elimination chamber. (laughs) Shawn Michaels. Shawn Michaels gives you one. Triple H. Gives you two. RVD. Rob Van Dam gives you three. Chris Jericho. Gives you a four. Booker T. Gives you five. Kane. Kane gives you six. If I accidentally repeat a name, will you just... No, it's it's fine. I'll just say you've already named that one, but no penalty for that. Okay. Uh, Goldberg. (laughs) Gives you seven. That was a Sid impression. (laughs) A key um, figure in the ruthless aggression. <laughs> Randy Orton. Randy Orton gives you eight. Batista. Batista gives you nine. Chris Benoit. Gives you ten. You are halfway there. Edge. Edge gives you eleven. Um, John Cena. John Cena gives you twelve. Kurt Angle. Angle gives you 13. Carlito Caribbean Cool. Gives you 14. The Masterpiece, Chris Masters. We're at 15. We need five more. <laughs> Should I try and do the ECW one? Or <laughs> it does count. <laughs> okay. Um, Lashley. Bobby Lashley gives you 16. CM Punk. A punker gives you 17. Oh, I hope he's okay with me saying these other names. <laughs> Let them come on the show. <laughs> uh, Lashley, Punk, Big Show. Big Show gives you 18. We need two more. At, at this point, it's too dangerous. I must go into the future because I know Jeff Hardy <laughs> was in the next one. <laughs> Jeff Hardy gives you 19. We need one more name. And I know my man, Big Daddy V, was getting in those parts. <laughs> One way to end. That gives you 20. You are correct. You successfully named 20 names. Names not mentioned. Finley was in one. The Great Collie was in the sixth one. Hardcore Holly was, I believe, in the ECW one. JBL. Uh, Kevin Nash was in the second one. MVP. Uh, Test was in, I think, the ECW one. Umaga and The Undertaker was in the sixth one but justin very good job thank you joe all right we have one last question for you and trevor see the money in the bank match was launched in 2005 and there were four money in the bank ladder matches held at wrestlemania's 21 through 24 there were 20 men who took part in those four money in the bank ladder matches the first four justin how many can you name there's 20 of them 20 over those four matches the first four 
Now, this is where you have to get aggressive with your betting, depending on your opponent, because one of them has less self-esteem than the other. <laughs> <laughs> like, if I said, like, he, he wouldn't dare to say more than, like, eight, I don't think. So, uh, how many are there again, Joe? There are 20. Has anyone ever done the, like, you know what? I'm going to say 20. <gasps> are you going to name all 20? Yeah. Oh, okay. How, see, Justin, how dare you ever say that anyone has more self-esteem than me? Or <laughs> less self-esteem than me, I should say. Okay, I am going to go in my head and try and get these. Um, Mr. Kennedy. Mr. Kennedy. You won the third one. You're correct. Um, CM Punk. CM Punk. It gives you two. Okay, uh, Shelton Benjamin. Gives you three. Rob Van Dam. Rob Van Dam gives you four. Kane. Kane gives you five. You're a quarter of the way there. Edge, obviously. Edge, of course, gives you six. Jeff Hardy. Jeff Hardy gives you seven. Oh, God, was it uh, Matt? Was Matt Hardy in one? Matt Hardy was in one. That gives you eight. Oh, look like they're only 19. Jeff Hardy somehow counted twice on my list, so I guess that makes it easier. So if I get 20, then I'm really good. <laughs> then, yeah, <laughs> um, <laughs> Rick Flair. Rick Flair gives you nine. Harlito. Harlito gives you 10. Mr. Kennedy, obviously, he was the first one to lose it. Already mentioned, but yes, still true. Okay. Uh, <laughs> See, you, will get, you will get 20, see? <laughs> if John, you keep naming the same names, sure. John Morrison? Oh, yes, he did. I was like, oh, no, 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 you are correct. That gives you 11. Booker T. Booker T gives you 12. Finlay. Finlay gives you 13. Oh, God. What have I done? Um, Chris, Did I say Chris Jericho yet? You have not, and that gives you 14. Did I say Oh, Christian. I said that right. Not you, Christian. Yep, not Christian. That gives you 15. There are four names left. <laughs> Why did I? I got tricked into being confident. <laughs> um, um, was Kane in one? Uh, he was, but I already mentioned. Oh, God. See, I just keep going over the same name. I keep just wanting to say, I keep wanting to say Ken Candy over and over again for some reason. <laughs> Kennedy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Um, <laughs> did I say redacted yet? Chris Benoit? No, you haven't. But that yeah, gives you 16. And that reminds me of someone he wrestled a bunch. Uh, MVP, was he in one? MVP was in the fourth one. You need two more names. Carlito? Already mentioned, but yes, he was. Oh, uh, I keep saying the same name. You know what? I'm done. I'm done. I can't do any more. Oh, I can't think of a name. Well, Come on, you're so close. Try one who may have been around then, right? I already said Rob Van Dam, right? Yep. I said all the winners. Like, see, I can't even. Um, I said Shelton Benjamin, Tyson Tomko. No, I know oh. he wasn't in one. I know he wasn't in okay. one. I'm done. All right. Oh. Justin, do you have a uh, any guesses for the two names or Matt? I I kind of wasn't paying attention. I got he, caught up in the he human drama. He, he, he didn't say CM Punk, did he? Uh, no, he did. He that was did. the second name he mentioned. Always on my mind. Did he say Randy Orton? He did not. Oh! 
Oh yeah. my god. Or, or Mark Henry? Did he say Mark Henry? What's Mark Henry? I don't know. If he was in 09, I think. Oh, yeah. did I say, did I say Finley? Uh, you did. Oh, my God. Bobby Lashley was the other name. He was in the okay. second. So, Tre- Trevor, I got to say, you did the right thing because you know Justin knows that. You know what I mean? <laughs> there was no way you were going to get a point unless you went and tried to list it yourself. So, I think you did the exact right thing. The funny thing is, I was really confident in this because, I, like, this is how bad my memory is. I, like, really zeroed in on the WrestleMania. So I just thought, oh, WrestleMania, that'll at least stick in my head. I've gone over every WrestleMania, like, four times in the last three days. And I, could, and I couldn't remember fucking Brandy Orton and Bobby Lash. Like, holy shit. But you're a madman. You did not go in order. You just started thinking of yeah. guys. That's <laughs> remarkable. Yeah, I just... Uh, Oh, I kind of did a thing where I was trying to like save ones for me that like I knew would be easier. <laughs> and and like when I started to panic to buy myself time, and then I just started saying things over and over again. So not good. You named right. so many of them though. You did great. Uh, <laughs> I feel like this is like congratulating like the kid with the bum leg who finished fifth in a race. Like no, the important did, thing is. No, you- you did great. You probably did better than I would have done. And it was very funny when you said, oh, God, what have I done? <laughs> <laughs> no, that was a genuinely impressive performance. Uh, I'll give, I'm going to give you a bonus point for that. Don't yeah. give me the pity point. Yeah. I don't want a pity, not a pity point. point. It was it's a good not point. a pity point. It's weighted. <laughs> <laughs> In the hobby, it's not easy being a fan of ripping packs or repacks. We hype ourselves up thinking, ah, maybe I can pull a Ken Griffey Jr. rookie card. But with zero transparency on available cards and hit rates, it's all just a shot in the dark. Until now. Introducing Slab Packs from ArenaClub.com, the only repack that provides real value, a complete view of all possible cards, and clear hit rates for each one. Now, when I buy Slab Packs at Arena Club, it finally feels like I know what I'm getting. I was able to open an Arena Club slab pack, and and I'll be honest, it was a lot better than what you normally do. Say you go to a card show, and there's a random innocuous brown bag of cards, and yeah, you can open it, and look, it's going to be junk. You're, you, you know what I mean? Like, you know what you're probably going to get in those. Maybe you find that fun, and sometimes I do. Sometimes I like just opening up cards and saying, oh, hey, look at some random cards or whatever. But if you're really in this game to to find value and find particular cards, it sucks to have to buy these mystery packs, and it ends up being, you know, almost nothing. You know, nothing of value. Not with Arena Club. You can display, again, of all available cards, hit rates, grading. So you know that when you're opening up the slab pack, you are going to get something valuable. You are getting something good. And Arena Club, in addition to having those great slab packs we just talked about, is also a marketplace for card collecting, buying, trading, selling, displaying, all that sort of stuff. But those Arena Club slab packs, man, they are revolutionizing the repack game with transparency. After your polls are revealed, they'll immediately be placed in your vault for safekeeping or trading and selling, and you can have them officially graded by Arena Club as well. So again, setting these things off, it's going to be officially graded by Arena Club. And the Arena Club grading process is accurate, fast, and transparent with full grade rationale provided and explanation of how your card was scored. So whether you're buying, selling, trading, or displaying, Arena Club is the card collecting platform that you have to check out. So right now, I've got a special offer here for Voices of Wrestling Network listeners. You can get 10% off of your first purchase 
by going to arenaclub.com slash V-O-W net. Again, that's arenaclub.com slash V-O-W net. Now, that's a crazy offer. That's 10% off a $400 slab pack. $40 off right there. 10% off your first purchase. No matter what that purchase is, 10% off. Again, that's arenaclub.com slash V-O-W net. Arenaclub.com slash V-O-W net for 10% off your first purchase on Arena Club. And we thank them for sponsoring the Voices of Wrestling Podcast Network. What's going on, guys? This is Rich from the Flagship Podcast here on the Voices of Wrestling Podcast Network. If I could have a moment of your time, I'd like to tell you about one of our sponsors, Eufy Video Lock. Eufy Video Lock is a smart lock, a 2K camera, and a doorbell, all three-in-one, offering you triple security. So you can have everything in one device rather than installing many pieces on your front door. But it's not just for security. The Eufy Video Lock is also for convenience. No more concerns about losing keys, and you can assign passwords to your family members and see them coming back home via the integrated cameras. Some other great features we love about the Eufy Video Lock is it is easy to install and set up with just a Phillips screwdriver, no drilling required. Keyless entry, no more fumbling for keys when your hands are full. You never have to worry about kids losing keys or passing among renters. You also have 0.3 second, 0.3 second fingerprint recognition and one second unlocking. Again, 0.3 seconds, it's going to recognize your fingerprints and in one second it's going to unlock. And with the AI self-learning chip embedded, the more you use it, the more accurate it will be. Also, no battery anxiety. You have a rechargeable battery in there that could last around four months and you will get a low battery notification before it runs out. Uh, passcode unlocking a remote control with the 2K clear sight. See who's at your door and control from anywhere through the Eufy app. With enhanced night vision, you can have optimized view even in the evening. You can also secure your package delivery by view and two-way audio. And then best of all, no monthly fee. A bunch of other brands out there are going to charge you a monthly fee. You have your recordings locally and you never have to pay for storage. Customer service, Eufy's got you handled as well. They're on standby for you 24-7 so you can enjoy a worry-free experience with an 18-month warranty all backed by their professional customer service team. Contact them anytime by telephone, email, or live chat. Personally, as a homeowner, I love my Eufy video lock. I have the ability to see what's going on when I'm not home, when packages have has arrived, and, and really the thing I love the most about it, the ease of being able to lock and unlock my doors without having to fumble with my keys and reach in my pocket or, wait, no, crap, they're in my backpack, all that sort of stuff. All this is happening while my dogs are barking at me. You know what? Not anymore with the Eufy video lock. I touch it. 0.3 second fingerprint recognition. One second doors unlocked much much easier so if you want to jump on board with eufy video lock search eufy video lock that is e u f y video lock again that's eufy video lock e u f y video lock or visit eufyofficial.com slash video lock to see how you can gain complete control of your door So at the end of three rounds, we have Justin with 14, Matt with nine, Trevor with four, flash five with the extra point. And we head to round number four, last from the past, a new game. Wow. This outing, I will give you a wrestler from the Ruthless Aggression era. You tell me the name they competed under in Ohio Valley Wrestling. Now, if they competed under the same name on the main roster as OVW, just say the same name. So if I ask for CM Punk, hopefully you just respond CM Punk. 
Everyone gets five questions. Correct answers worth one point apiece. Trevor, you're up first. Are you ready? Yes. All right. Your first name is John Cena. Uh, the prototype. Prototype is correct. All right. Justin, you get Brock Lesnar. As categories go, you're crazy for this one, Joe. <laughs> I think he's just Brock Lesnar. You think correct. All right, Matt, you get Randy Orton. He's also just Randy Orton, right? Just Randy Orton is correct. All right, Trevor, you get Batista. Leviathan. Leviathan is correct. All right, Justin, you get Eugene. Nick Dinsmore. Nick Dinsmore is correct. When wrestling right. machine Nick Dinsmore turns heel and says he was just pretending. <laughs> <laughs> it still hasn't happened like no. <laughs> 20 years later. He's, still, he's Eugene with a U slash <laughs> All right, Matt, you get Simon Dean. I guess I'm just going to say Nova because I don't know what he was in OVW. He was Nova. That's correct. All right, good. All right, Trevor, you get Rob Conway. Bob Conway? <laughs> I guess uh, that is the same name, but <laughs> Rob Conway is correct, yes. All right, <sighs> Justin, you get Rico. I guess he would be Rico Constantino. Rico Constantino is correct. All right, Matt, you get Gunner Scott. Oh, now that, that's my boy Brent Albright. Oh, Brent Albright is correct. Feature fodder for uh, through the years. Oh, Very good. All right, Trevor, you get Johnny of the Spirit Squad. Was that just John Johnny Jeter? Johnny Jeter is correct. All right, Justin, you get Mikey of the Spirit Squad. He should be um, Mike Mondo. Mike Mondo is correct. All right, and Matt, you get... Danny Basham. The Damager. Damager is correct. Everyone watched their Ohio Valley tapes, I guess. All right, Trevor, your final question to run the category. You get Shelton Benjamin. I'll just go with Shelton Benjamin. Shelton Benjamin is correct. Ooh. All right, Justin, your final name is Cody Rhodes. Um, no way he was not Co Cody Rhodes. He was Cody Rhodes. Oh, he's Cody Runnels in Ohio <laughs> Valley. I can't believe Justin got a question wrong. He finally got, this is the first thing he's gotten wrong so far. All right, Matt, your last name is Rodney Mack. Oh, is it like Red Dog or something like that? The Red Dog is yeah. correct. Wow. My word. All right, so the end of that round, we have Justin with 18, Matt with 14, Trevor with 9, as we head to our final game, The Sprint. For this game, I will ask each of you individually 10 fill-in-the-blank questions in a row. We do not go back, so if you're not sure of an answer, just guess. Everyone gets 10 questions. Correct answers are worth one point apiece. Trevor, you're in third place, so you're up first. Are you ready? Yes. All right, your first question is, Eugene was originally positioned as Blank's nephew. Um, Eric Bischoff. Eric Bischoff is correct. The Mexicools rode Blank to the ring. Uh, lawnmowers. Lawnmowers is correct. The imposter Kane was played by blank. Doc Gallows. Doc Gallows is correct. JBL's heel stable was called blank. Oh, what was that called again? Oh, tedious. Um, <laughs> uh, I, I don't. Uh, the cabinet. The cabinet is correct. Holy shit. All right. Batista's first main roster gimmick was blank. The animal. Is that a gimmick? <laughs> oh, he's Deacon Batista. Oh, yeah, yeah. Fuck, Deacon Batista. All right, Chavo Guerrero Jr. had a brief identity crisis and competed as blank. <laughs> um, that would be Kerwin White. Kerwin White is correct. Triple H became the first world heavyweight champion via blank. 
marrying the boss's daughter. <laughs> hey, oh, Eddie. <laughs> yeah, I'll give you credit for that. He was given the belt. <laughs> they, weren't, they weren't married yet, but fair. Yes. Eric Bischoff was written off when he was blanked. Buried in cement. No, that's that's other people. Um, fired on fired on a plane. No, that's McFoley. Um, I'll just give generic fired. Oh, he was uh, put on trial and thrown in a trash compactor. <laughs> oh God! Uh, the Undertaker tormented Randy Orton by making him see blank covered in blood. Uh, his father, Bob. Bob Orton is correct. Final question. Vince McMahon appeared in a skit portraying blank and performing colon surgery on Jim Ross. Portraying blank? Yes, um, he, he played a doctor. Um, Dr. Vinnie Boombots. That's a Oh, it's Dr. 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 Heine. You were close. Dr. Heine. But uh, Trevor, you had seven correct answers. That gives you 16 points. Woo, last time I was happy. That Bob Borden blood would be scary, huh? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. All right, Matt, you have uh, 14 points. You're up next. Are you ready? Sure. All right, so you need four to tie Justin right now, five to take the lead. All right. Okay, here we go. In storyline, Carlito's bodyguard Jesus blanked John Cena at a nightclub. Stabbed. He stabbed him is correct. Uh, blank ran in during the Eddie Guerrero Rob Van Dam ladder match on Raw. Chris Benoit? No, a fan. <laughs> random oh. fan. <laughs> uh, John Cena dressed up as blank at the uh, SmackDown Halloween party and it kicked off his rap career. Eminem? Oh, it was Vanilla Ice. Oh. Uh, blank was the final Cruiserweight champion. Chavo Guerrero? No, Hornswoggle. Uh, okay. <laughs> Blank was a special guest referee for the Triple H, Kevin Nash, Hell in a Cell match. Mick Foley. Mick Foley is correct. A Brock Lesnar Big Show match on SmackDown in 2003 ended when blank. The ring collapsed. The ring broke. Uh, Kenzo Suzuki was going to go by the gimmick name of blank before it was quickly pulled. Hirohito. Hirohito is correct. The WWE upset fans when they made it sound like Jeff Hardy blanked at Survivor Series 2008. Died? (laughs) Oh, overdosed in a stairwell. Does that count? <laughs> I'll give you credit for that, sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, both Bobby Lashley and the Great Khali were pulled from Great American Bash 2006 due to blank. Elevated liver enzymes. Elevated liver enzymes, it's correct. Finally, Great American Bash 2004 ended when The Undertaker blanked Paul Bearer. Buried him in the concrete crypt. <laughs> the concrete crypt is correct. Brad, you had seven correct answers. You have 21 points. You are currently in the lead. All right, Justin, you need three to tie, four to win outright. Are you ready? Okay, I think so, yeah. Okay. Kane played the character of Blank in See No Evil. Yeah, since Joe vs. the World started, there should be more like questions about your show on, on this. <laughs> but I guess that's a note for another time. Kane played Jacob Goodnight. Jacob Goodnight is correct. Blank was on the line when Kurt Angle wrestled Eugene at SummerSlam 2005. His gold medals, woo. Gold medals is correct. Blank sustained enormous facial damage in the latter match at Vengeance 2006. Joey Mercury. Joey Mercury is correct. Uh, excellent talker Matt Morgan was given a blank gimmick on the main roster. Stuttering. Stuttering is correct. 
JBL shoot beat up blank at one night stand. The blue meanie. Blue meanie is correct. The spirit squad was written off via blank. Yes, by being placed in a crate and mailed back to Ohio Valley. <laughs> Mail to OVW is correct. Blank almost tapped out Kurt Angle during Tough Enough. Daniel Pewter. Daniel Pewter is correct. Sean O'Hare worked memorable gimmick where he blanked. <laughs> Wasn't telling us anything we didn't already know. <laughs> yes, that's correct. The million dollar challenge ended when blank. <laughs> the million dollar challenge ended when when Daniel Pewter won Tough Enough for a million dollars. No, when the stage fell on Vince McMahon. Oh, and that million dollar. Yes. Finally, the just the diva segment ended when Christy called Carmella a blank and then did the splits. Come guzzling gutter. <laughs> that is correct. <laughs> My dream was that it, you had to answer that question to uh, win the game, but you answered w- it with uh, with a <laughs> with a, with a plum anyway. So uh, I was I was about I was about to complain, Joe, that you hadn't asked a single diva search question, but you came through in the end. Saved it for the end. So, Justin, you had 9 out of 10 correct. You scored 27 points. That might be a record. Oh, wow. And you have won, as predicted, the five-star match game. Such an honor just to spend time with all you guys. Justin, how many of those shows were you actually at that we were asked about? <laughs> I, I have to Are think you the like... Forrest Gump of the, of the <laughs> Ruthless Aggression era? He's the new Vladimir. Um, <laughs> so they're going to can a documentary about him, too. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I went to some... Shows more of the crowd. Everyone complained about them for not liking the show. <laughs> all right, so excellent work, Justin. Another another big win. For you. you might be the all time. Uh, I'll have to see oh, how wow. many games you've won. You might be the all time. Well, here, well you here's, need- here, here's how you get Justin to uh, to like fall from his pedestal. You got to book him on a show that's not about WWE. Then yeah, I had to go into a tournament of a tournament of champions. You'd be asking stuff, and I'm just. Hang up, probably. <laughs> I, I was gonna ask, like, is there a possible ringer like Joe? Do you do you guys know of anybody that knows possibly as much WWE stuff as Justin? Like, could there be a turn of champions or champions? Not too much different <laughs> scenario. Um, like, is there anyone, or is are we really are we really taking on the best every time here and just getting destroyed? That I think won he, the first two, no. Did but it was that was you know the list them and learn related flukes <laughs> is is how I did that. Listen, Justin is the king of let's say nineteen ninety nine nineteen ninety five through like I would say probably modern day WWE. So I don't I challenge anyone to come and beat him for Whoa. anything related to that. Anyway, oh. wow, I do. Kind of I will put five dollars on the line if anyone can beat him on a. Wow. Joe versus the world about WWF. Well, what what I would love to see is Matt and Trevor compete in the tie-breaking guest to see <laughs> well, who is second place. Have I got news for you? Because I have a question right here. Oh, dear God. All right. So this is, of course, a tiebreaker question we hold in reserve just in case. But since it will never be used again, I figured we'll, uh, we'll use it for you guys. So I'm going to give you a category. You tell me the number you think is on that category. Whoever comes closest uh, will win the tiebreaker. So we mentioned the four first Money in the Bank briefcase winners. What's the total number of days they held those briefcases before cashing in? Trevor, don't accidentally DM all of the uh, AW wrestlers who are complaining. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. We have Trevor with 116 days. 
We have Matt with 400. Justin, do you uh, want to harbor a guess? No, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fair enough. The correct answer is 478 days. Whoa! But Matt, you have won the tiebreaker. Very good. <sighs> what a relief. But a relief, yes. Some are not a total waste. <laughs> uh, Justin, you won. Do you have anything you wish to plug? Thank you so much. Um, no, thank you. Okay. <laughs> you, can, you can find the Elite Beat on, I think you can just search for them on Apple Podcasts now, and I've done a few of their fine programs. And we'll presumably be back soon, because every time uh, uh, they go too long without me, they miss me too much, and then I come back. All right. So, uh, Matt and Trevor, tell us about Through the Years. We have some, some big shows lately. There's only, we're only four episodes away, I think, from Joe finally returning Ooh. to talk about a show in a tent. Oh. Um, but until Tenta, then, in a tenta. In a, until then, we got some other bullshit that we're going to record. So you're just going to have to bide your time until you hear the real star, Joe Gagne, on Through the Years. Yeah, um, it's, a, it's a good podcast. And we've had uh, Phil Schneider and Alan have been on lately. And uh, um, for my plugs, I just have a. At Trevor Dame on Twitter, I have a link tree there to all my bullshit. And I just, I've this, I have to admit, I, this entire podcast, I've had a Dave Meltzer um, esque, like strangely too strict worry that I'm not being literal enough. So I want, I just want to make clear to everybody, 16 was not the last year I was ever happy. It, there, there are two. There's an argument for 17, and there's an argument for 25. But I was definitely happy after 16. Okay, that's cool. Let's get you back there, man. Yeah, that's too late. Anyway, <laughs> I I want to experience that happiness too, Trevor. Can we get ha- become happy together? Um, then you should stop doing a podcast with me. <laughs> I forget to plug him because it's paywalled, so I, I don't want to like be withholding. But yeah, I was on the Alan for El Cunahan um, Pro Wrestling Paradise sometime last month, and it was really a lovely time. And I and I actually should plug. I was on uh, the Q and T podcast last month talking about. Death Before Dishonor 2023, and that's on the uh, We Don't Know Wrestling Podcast Network, and that was a really good time, and that's a really good podcast, so you should check that out as well. All right, very good. I will add, the Five Star Match Game is a proud member of the Voices of Wrestling Podcasting Network. Follow us on Twitter, or X, or what the hell, at uh, Five Star Match Game with the number five, or email us at fivestarmatchgame at gmail.com with five spelled out. If you'd like to make a donation, uh, please visit our Red Circle page. Click the button if you wish to donate. Cool if you want to. Uh, okay if you don't. Our logo was designed by Rich Krejci, and the show may be edited for entertainment purposes. That'll do it, and I'll be back very, very soon. Thank you all so much for listening. Have a good one. everyone my name is taylor and i'm kelly and we are the co-hosts of jumping bomb audio the number one show all about the world of joshi pro wrestling episodes drop every other monday where we discuss the biggest joshi news review shows and preview the hottest upcoming joshi action so whether you're a new fan or an old fan we've got something here for you at jumping bomb audio Check us out on the Voices of Wrestling Podcast Network.